Well, good morning. I am so excited to be a part of your morning uh, this morning. My name is Megan. I was once a youth pastor here at this church, and I got to tell you, I loved those days. I loved being a part of it. But then one year, God called Travis and I to move to the Dominican Republic. And, uh, and to be honest, like we didn't know what it is that we were going to be doing. We just knew that God was calling us to go there. And so we just decided to say yes to Jesus and, and figure out where it was that God was going to take us. Can you believe it that that was 10 years, one month, and 19 days ago? It's just um, amazing to think that that was so, 10 years just sounds like so long ago, and yet it just feels like it was yesterday. It was, feels, it feels like it was yesterday that I left, and yet it was 10 years ago. It's amazing to think about. And so this morning, I wanted to talk to you guys about what those 10 years have been like. If I were to give a theme of these last 10 years, that theme would be the idea of perseverance. To persevere, to endure, to, to run a race so as to win a prize. Perseverance. Paul, throughout his letters, he talked over and over again about the importance of persevering. In uh, James, James says to consider it joy whenever you're going through perseverance. And uh, even Hebrews talks a lot about perseverance and, and enduring. Persevering is such a key component in our lives when we decide to follow Christ. And, uh, and so I wanted to talk this morning about some ways that I've learned to persevere. And then, and then in those, um, also talk about, like, you know, give some stories about, uh, about those lessons that I've learned uh, in persevering. Because it is that, uh, that Galatians says, but not only, we even take pride in our problems. Because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character, and character produces hope. This hope doesn't put us to shame, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. That endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. This endurance, this persevering, is so important in our lives. And, uh, and I've known... I've learned in the time in the DR that uh, the perseverance is what has been required. So many times it's just been so easy just to quit, to fold in the towel and to say, I don't want to do this anymore. But I have seen God do so much. I have seen God change lives. I have seen justice come to a community. And I've seen what God can do in the lives of people when we say yes to Him. And it's through that persevering. Because if we didn't persevere, if I didn't persevere, then I wouldn't see, I wouldn't be a part of, I wouldn't have experienced what it is that God can do in the lives of people who say yes. And so this morning I want to talk about perseverance. I want to talk about ways to help us persevere through those times of trial, through those hard times, through those hard times that we're not getting our way. The first thing that I think is important when persevering is to know that you are not alone. That you are not alone, but instead God has created a body. In, first, in 2 Corinthians, it talks about the body of Christ. 
and this body is important to realize that you are important, that I am important, that we're all important, and that when we all work together, that we can do so much more for God's kingdom. In working together, every person, every person here this morning is so important and is so key. When Travis and I first moved to the Dominican, we decided that we were going to build a computer center, that the community was so far away from the closest town that access to information was really important. So we decided that we were going to bring internet into the, into the community and, uh, and that we were going to bring computers into the community and that we were going to teach computers and teach people, excuse me, how to use computers. And so it is that we saved up our money and we started to build a computer center. Well, as we were beginning the process of it all, people started to come to us and they started to ask us, hey, what are you guys doing? And we said, well, we're actually building a computer center and uh, we're going to bring internet into the community and we're going to teach computers. And they're like, wow, that is amazing. Can I help? Can I give you some money for that? And it's like, yeah, sure you can if you want to. And so then they did. And then other people were saying, well, do you need computers? Because we have computers. And they said, well, yeah, well, computers would be really good for a computer center. So yeah, we could, we could really use computers. So they gave us computers. And in the end, when we were finished, Travis and I didn't use one peso that we had saved up for. But people came together on this idea of bringing a computer center into the community. And, uh, and that's when we realized that we can do so much more, that, that we're not alone but that we're a part of a body of Christ and that when we all participate in the part that God has given in our lives, that we can do so much. And I have seen God do so much as a result of all of us participating and being a part of the ministry that we have in the Dominican Republic. And we have seen so much change as a result of all of us together saying yes. And, uh, and it's just amazing um, what we have seen. And, and we're going to continue to talk about all of that. The next thing is, the first is to realize that, that you're not alone, but that you're a part of the body. The second is to constantly fix your eyes on God and go back to the times where God, for lack of a better, like, you know, came through, where, where God, I don't want to say like showed up because God never left, but, but where God showed how awesome and powerful he is. Remember those stories. Remember those times where, where God, um, where God made himself so known in your life that it was God and it couldn't have been anything else. You know, we had decided that we were going to eliminate all the reasons why children struggled to go to school, that we were going to make it so that we were going to try to keep everybody in school for as long as possible, for, for public school, for high school, and, uh, and for university. And the number one reason why people struggled to go to school, struggled to go to public school, was the school uniform that was required. You needed a school uniform in order to go to school. And so we started fundraising, and we started having uniform campaigns to raise money um, for school uniforms. And in 2013, we were able to raise enough money that we were able to provide a school uniform for everyone in the community. Every child now had an opportunity to go to school. Well, here's the thing. School started. And the director of the school, he comes to me, he says, Megan, like, the school uniform was a great idea, but the problem is, is that we don't have enough space for all of these students. You know, what are we going to do? Like, I don't have space for all these students. Like, 
we're gonna have to kick some of these students out. And I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. I didn't even think about that. Well, here's the thing. While this is all happening, there's this, uh, this, this great couple, their name is uh, Dina and Ehab, and, uh, and they're from Wasegan, they've been a part of our church, and, um, and they, they'd been to the Dominican a few times, and they wanted to raise money to build a bridge, because to get into the community of Ascension, you need to go over a river, you need to go through a river in order to go into Ascension, and so they wanted to build a bridge, and they needed to raise $80,000 to build this bridge. And so they came back to Wasega, and they had fundraisers after fundraisers, but in the end, they were only able to raise $8,000. And, uh, and $8,000, I mean, that's amazing, that's, that's fantastic, but, but not the $80,000 that was needed for this bridge. So the director has just come to me and said, Megan, like, we're, we're going to have to kick some of the students out because we don't have enough room. Like, what we need is another classroom. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we need another classroom. Like, how in the world are we going to get another classroom? In 15 minutes... 15 minutes after having the conversation with the director, Ehab calls me and Ehab says, Megan, I am so sorry, but we're not going to be able to raise enough money for this, uh, for this bridge. All we've been able to raise is $8,000. Do you know if there's another way that we can spend this $8,000 so that it will benefit the community? Oh my goodness. I mean, can you believe it? Did you know that it was going to cost $6,000 American, $8,000 Canadian to be able to build this classroom. And so it was, it was like, yeah, you have no idea, man. This is amazing. God is so good that, uh, that in a week and a half, we had this classroom built and everybody got to go to school and nothing was canceled. It's been amazing. You know, when we first started in the Dominican, we only had 14 students in high school. But we started a school bus program and we started busing the high school students to high school. Did you know this past year, we had over 60 high school graduates, over 60 high school graduates. It's been absolutely amazing to see God changing lives because his body together, we're saying yes. When we first came to the Dominican, only 10% of the households had a job. One person in their house had a job, only 10%. But today, 90% of the houses have at least one person in their house working. It's absolutely amazing to see families now being able to provide for their children. It's been incredible seeing how God has been transforming this community and the dignity and the happiness that are brought to the lives where they no longer have to worry about where their food's gonna come. But now they have conversations about, about taking care of their children and about hope and the future of their children. It's been absolutely amazing. I apologize, you might hear my phone dinging. <laughs> I forgot to turn the volume off. So one is that, that, that you're not alone. Two is to fix your eyes on Jesus. Number three is to never give up. Never, ever give up. As it says in Galatians 9, 6, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Never, ever give up. As it is, you know, 
we have a plan and we want to accomplish our plan, we want to accomplish a goal, and, uh, and we set out to accomplish our goal, but it never goes my way. It never, ever, ever goes my way. But I don't want to give up. I am so stubborn that I'm still going to win. I'm still going to get my way. But how I get my way is never my way. But in the end, I get my way, if that makes sense. I remember back to 2015 when the government gave us, um, gave everybody who is illegal in the country an opportunity to become legal. And, uh, and it was so, um, in this process, it was so confusing, so convoluted, and it was going to be so expensive. We had 180 adults um, in the community that we work in of Ascension who were illegal, who didn't have proper documents. And in order to be able to help those 180 people, we had to raise $60,000. And we had two weeks to raise that $60,000 to begin the process of legalizing everybody. And I'm thinking, that's going to be impossible. There is no way. And so, and so it was. I thought, well, let's just do what we can do. My philosophy was this. I'm going to do everything I can do to make sure that everybody is legal. But if we fail, if I fail, it will not be my fault. But it'll be the government's fault. It will be the Dominican government's fault or Haiti's fault. But it's not going to be my fault because I'm going to do everything I possibly can to, uh, to succeed. And so we set out. I went and I gave the worst fundraising speech ever in the entire world. I said, look, we need to raise $60,000. If you've ever spoken about the the situation that the Haitians living in the Dominican Republic are living in. If you've ever, ever spoken about that other people, then then you need to give today. And uh, and if you don't give to this, then you can never, ever speak about it again, because here is our opportunity. Here is our opportunity to bring change, to make it so that people in this country are legal so that they can work, so that they no longer have to live in fear, so that their children can become documented, so that they that everybody can go to school. I mean, it's going to change lives. And it's amazing. In two weeks. I couldn't believe it. We were able to raise $60,000, but now we had to do the start. Now we had to go through the process. And this process was so confusing that the government didn't really know, like they were making it up as they went along. And, uh, and so it was trying to guess what it is that, that we were required to do in order to get every person through this process. And it was impossible. And we kept failing and we kept failing and we kept failing and we kept failing. And it was just month after month after month after month of just failing. But the one thing that we didn't do was that we didn't give up because I made a promise and the promise was, is that if we failed, it would not be our fault. It would be the government's fault, but it will not be our fault that we'll do everything we possibly can to make it so that every person who wants to become legal will be able to come legal. And you know what's fascinating is that the end date was on August 1st. And we passed our first person on July 15th. We finally, after seven months of fighting, of working, of trying just to pass one person on July 15th, we finally figured out the process and we passed our first person. And then every day we just sent people, 50 people at a time, trying to get everybody through to make it so that on that last day, all of our community will have gone through. And what's so exciting is that on August 1st, 
all of our 180 people wanting to go through that process, they all succeeded. They all passed. They're all living in the country legally. And it was absolutely amazing. What I learned from it is never, ever give up. The process was the hardest process that I've ever gone through. It was so discouraging. But don't ever give up. If it's about bringing justice to people, never, ever give up. The fourth thing that I learned is always follow Jesus, even if you don't want to. Always follow Jesus, even if you don't want to. Even if it doesn't make any sense, follow Jesus. Do what Jesus says. As James says, he says, don't just listen to my words, but do them. As Micah 6, 8 says, he has told you, old man, what is good. And what, and what does the Lord require of you? to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. As Romans 12, 18, it says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. You know, it's going to be surprising to hear this, but not everybody loves me. I know, I can't believe it too, but it's true. Not everybody loves me. And sometimes people want to to stand against me. They want to, to try to, to stop me. And, and the thing is, is that, is that when I think about, you know, so long as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. The Bible even talks about like, you know, don't, don't give favorites. Love people regardless. Love people regardless of how they're treating you. I mean, Jesus said it, right? Love your enemies, pray for them. And so it is, is that learning how to, to love as as people are are against me and uh and what's been so interesting in that is that it's actually deepened my relationships with the people who are one time against me you know there is this man and uh and he wasn't happy with me and the reason he wasn't happy with me is that is that he needed help with something that was beyond my scope i wasn't able to help him with what it is that 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 he wanted and that he thought it was completely unfair he was thinking like you know here you are like you know helping all these other people with food and with education and 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 on all these things and and you can't even help me with this but it didn't fall into the scope of how i could help and and i was honest with him and so and so it was that he was going around and and he was you know trying to destroy my name and so people came to me and they said megan like you would not believe what this man is saying about you and i'm thinking oh my goodness like wow like and then thinking it's like follow jesus in all things well jesus says if somebody's if somebody's against you the first thing you need to do is go and talk to them and so it was i went and and i sat down with them and i said hey like you know this town likes to talk and they're telling me that you're saying really bad things about me. And he said, oh, Megan, I would never say bad things about me, about you. And I'd say, no, 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 like I'm not a perfect person. Like there's gonna be times where you're not going to agree with what it is that I'm doing, but I want you to know that you can always come and you can always talk to me about it. You never have to be frustrated. You can always come and you can always talk to me about it. Because you know, as you know, like you know, in this town, everybody likes to talk and it's always gonna come back to me. If you're saying something bad about me, somebody's gonna bring it back to me. But I promise you that if I hear anything, that I'll come to you and I'll come and I'll talk to you about it. 
And what was really cool about that conversation is one, he stopped talking bad about me. But, but the other thing too is, is that in going to him and having that conversation with, with, uh, with, uh, with him about, about what he was doing to be against me, well then not only did he stop, but, but he started having more support for me. And, uh, and he started to, um, just talk in language that was supportive and that and that was peaceful and i think had i responded in revenge and come to him and said what is this i hear that you're speaking about me how dare you blah 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 that would have just gone into a whole conversation of revenge but but as it says is so long as it depends on you be at peace with all people and this idea of peace following jesus at all times even if it doesn't make any sense be at peace with all people is so important and it's key. And then finally, the final thing that, that I've taught, that, that, that I've learned in this whole idea of perseverance is the importance of encouragement. The importance of, of us encouraging each other at all times. As Hebrews 3.13 says, But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, encourage each other encouragement is so important encouragement is key to to being able to persevere to to put people in your lives to let it be known what it is that you're going through so that people can pray for you so that people can come alongside you that people can encourage you as it is i cannot express enough how grateful i am for all of you for all of your encouragement through the hard times that we've gone through, through the good times that we've gone through, through the difficult times that we've gone through, you have always been a source of encouragement for me. And I am so extremely grateful for it all. And so it is to, to wrap up this whole concept of like, you know, perseverance and this theme of the last 10 years of what I've learned uh, in my time away to, to persevere, to, to never give up, is to remember that you are not alone, but that you are a part of a body. And so be a part of the body. Allow the body of Christ to be a part of your life, and you also be a part of the body of Christ. Two is to fix your eyes on God and to always remind yourself of, of the past and what God has done in the past in your life, knowing that in the, what you are going through today, that God is a part of that too, that you are not alone. To not give up, do not give up. If this is about bringing justice, if this is about bringing people to Jesus, do not give up, never quit. Of course it's gonna be hard. That's why Paul says to persevere, to endure, to run the race so, if the, so as if to win the prize. Persevere, do not give up, never give up, keep on going. Number four is to always follow Jesus, even when it doesn't make sense. Always follow Jesus, do what he says. And then finally, to encourage each other, to encourage each other in all of it, to encourage each other, to remind each other that you're not alone, to encourage each other to fix our eyes on God, to encourage each other to never give up, to always keep going, to encourage each other to continue to follow Jesus even when it doesn't make any sense, and to encourage each other every day 
all the more as, uh, as the day approaches. Thank you, New Life, for being an encouragement to me. Thank you, New Life, for reminding me constantly that I'm not alone. Thank you, New Life, for it all. God bless you. Thank you so much.